come back, folks. Whoa, what happened there? You guys hear that? No, I don't know what happened. Oh. I got like an actual siren going in the background. Oh, wow. City noise. Welcome, Buffalo, to the pod. Buffs in. Buffs in. Buffs in. Big city. Big, big city. Big, big city. Ooh, a little, little harmony, little harmony. there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. We're multi-talented. We're we discovered Eddie in quarantine has uh, made his own jam. Yeah. And he just keeps singing it over and over again. Yeah. What's I just called? have kind of the, it's called, it's basically called How You Doing in the Big, Big City. And those are also the lyrics. So it's kind of. <laughs> makes it that's easy. We, that's how far we've gotten thus far. That makes it we thought easy. we'd layer in some of Tom's violin, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe some maybe someday in the future. Someday yeah, some... in the very near future. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. Just yeah. gotta get my intonation right. Your intonation's spot on as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, well, you got that. You yeah. got that chin the chin uh formation down. The chin yeah. hold is yeah. That's Before we jumped part. on the pod, we you guys weren't able to see this as listeners, but he just has incredible chin strength. Tom started Holding the violin. violin. Tom There's started no playing problem. the violin as mm-hmm. well. So that's an update yeah. from us. Yeah. Why don't you send us your updates on the Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. How y'all us doing? Wild Conjecture on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Add mm-hmm. us. Tell us how y'all doing. Yeah. Um, tell us what you want to hear about. Tell us yeah. about your social norms. Yeah. You actually missed the opportunity to do that, but we tried. Yeah, we tried. We, pleaded, we tried. We begged and we pleaded and no one... Re- well, we, we got, did get we one got, response. Yeah, we got Should response. we jump off the, the horn here with the first response we got? Yeah, let's, well, let's do keep, it. Let's keep on the horn, but yeah, tell us about the first yeah, response. Yeah, I don't know why I meant jump off. That, yeah. That's not what we... That's not a <laughs> that's, social norm we say. No, I just didn't want the folks to be confused. That's all. Yeah. yeah. I'm ju- let me jump we're back still on the horn. I'm back, back on okay, the horn. back on the horn. So we got a tweet from... Rob Flores. Shout out. Says, shout out to Rob. Whoop, 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 um, whoop, whoop. And he says, why do we blow out candles on a birthday cake? Aren't we celebrating life on a birthday? Maybe lighting the candles should be the norm. Sick. Yeah, right. Love Interesting. it. That's actually Interesting. a good yeah. point. I've never thought about like, wow. I just always took that social norm as like, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, we're yeah. going to blow out candles. Sure. Fine. Yeah. It is an interesting question. I kind of want to look that up actually. Yeah. While he's it's looking that up, one. we should say we're talking about social norms. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, if you didn't get that, we yeah. probably don't want if you. If you didn't as a read listener. our Twitter, which let's just be honest, no one's reading our Twitter. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> except for Rob, shout out Rob. And I think you know Mary McManus is another yeah, one. Get, and that's true. We that's got true. some. Pretty we got much some just love. we get, we're pretty much love. just family. But that's yeah. okay. That's no, a good yeah. start. So if you're not in our family, let's put it that way. Yeah, we're talking about social norms. Ever heard of them? Hmm. There's some Show good enough. ones and some bad ones, I would say. Show enough. Oh, okay. Here should, we go. Should oh, we, here we go. Should we start with a definition of social norms quick, though? I, I do think we should. Yeah, definition. yeah. Go for it. So this is from Stanford. So, Ooh, you know, oh. dubious source, but still. You ever heard of it? Yeah. They say social norms uh, are the informal rules that govern behavior in groups and societies. So um, that's, you know, short and sweet. It's been studied by all kinds of people, sociologists, uh, anthropologists, economists, um, you know, obviously psychologists, all these different groups like to study them, they understand study them. them. Yeah. And now we're here to kind of distill all that knowledge down for you, the folks, yeah. the listeners. Yeah. Um, it's basically like pre-laws, sort mm. of. Pre-laws? Pre-laws. Mm. You know, because like 
you you obviously like won't go to jail for breaking a social norm, mm-hmm. but you might get like some like scoffs from like the public or like some you might go side to social eye. jail. You get social jail. Yeah, yeah. You get that you go scarlet letter. You get yeah. that scarlet letter. Well, it's yeah, you it's might interesting. Get spat on. We're kind mm-hmm. of like I, I would say have a strong compulsion to f- to follow social norms that we know of. Yeah, but and right. also ones that like. Have you guys heard of the the experiment in the elevator where basically there yes. was this psychology uh, experiment where these basically there were a bunch of people in on the experiment and then one guy gets onto the elevator. As soon as this guy gets on the elevator, everyone turns to the rear, like they're facing the rear of the elevator mm. or to the, you know, just to one wall or something. Mm. And this guy's like, uh, okay. And then so he conforms to this sort of random social norm and turns to the wall. Interesting. Right. Yeah. It's actually really hilarious. Um, oh, yeah. You've seen it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. like a video of it. Let's throw that on the Twitter. Sure. Yeah. Do it. Well, you're the, um, you're the guru. Yeah. So. I'm sorry. I'm the Twitter master. So y'all are going to have to send me the link. Okay. Um, um, let me just, let me just throw one quick thing out there that can kind of guide us, I think. Okay. To this point of laws okay. and stuff. So just from the groups I mentioned, um, you can see how, from sociologists' perspective, social norms can motivate people to act. Um, economists see how they've uh, explored how adherence to norms influence market behavior. And then to Tom's point, or uh, sorry, Matt's point, legal scholars have touted social norms as efficient alternatives to legal rules as they may internalize negative externalities and provide signaling me- mechanisms at little or no cost. So it's, I think there's a lot of interesting like academic or scholar, scholarly looks at how Norms really do almost like precede laws or or supersede laws in some ways. Like to your right. point, it doesn't have to be illegal, but people know not to do it. Yeah, which is really an interesting idea. I think we don't yeah, have to is. have a law not to push all the buttons on an elevator because people know not to be a douche and not do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, but some yeah. people still do it anyway. Probably. Yeah, for sure. Time. Usually, when just they're like younger, some people break laws. Yeah, right. Like exactly. little kids might do that. Right. But, you know, I guess some adult might do it, but then. Uh, yeah, they just would be shunned. It's fascinating because right. norms are such an important part of the way society operates. And it would be so tiresome or inefficient for like a government or a regulatory body to try to enforce norms. Right? Oh, for they, sure. They, yeah. They, yeah. It would, yeah. So it's really it interesting because like they're so critical that it's how we operate, right? Like it's why, yeah. you know, people line up. It's why just countless examples. And if someone oh, was yeah. forced to document all of them or enforce all of them, it would never work. And yeah, so it's right. like, you know, that's why people it to, line up in the states, but yeah. other places don't don't people. That's like, right. They don't have that social norm. Yeah, that's maybe, right. I, I, right. That was a good. That's a good point. Yeah, line yeah. is not a thing. In China, in is not queuing. Is not a big. Not a big. Uh, yeah, queue. Big part of the social norm. Well, maybe our yeah, English. I'm, I'm very curious about can, is, but some things like, that you experienced in China, Eddie, uh, like social yeah. norms. I'm sure there are a few that are like different. For sure. I want to be careful because I don't want to paint with too broad of a brush, but yeah. I will say that in general, Lines is a good example where in China, it's not quite as organized and there's not quite a sense of like order to it. It's more a little bit just get into the front as as much as you want or as much as you can with your, with your kind of elbows and whatnot. Okay. And that I would think would happen like, you know, anywhere from like a Starbucks to waiting in line to get on the bus 
and there's a little bit more jostling, you know, which once Ooh. you kind of get used to it, you just sort of know. Yeah. Yeah. But the first few times it's like, whoa, this is jarring. Like, you know, what, yeah. what's going on here? And I remember a friend of mine, listener of the pod, shout out, shout um, out. who was, who was, uh, he had, he's from the UK, uh, developed, um, some really strong Mandarin skills and was, was quite keen to argue with people about things and i remember he would get into um get into it with people when they were violating a norm that he saw as being important like lining up right um, but right they did right. and there would be these kind of like protracted arguments with people about what was appropriate and not wow which is an interesting like cross-cultural um thing and i wonder it generally didn't end in his favor i was <laughs> gonna norm say clash. like i like <clears throat> That probably happens so little, like people arguing about getting in line because they all know yeah. like what to do. Right. That like for right. this like foreigner to be like, What are you doing? Not getting right. in line like right. it right. might like right. just be like, dude, what are you doing? Like what are yeah. you even arguing about? Yeah. yeah. Like we do this all the time. Yeah. Like yeah. just uh w- one I wanted to ask you about, which is one that I hear about m- be living in the states but i actually don't know if it's if it's like real or whatever is like like spitting a thing in china like i would say there's more like yeah people are more um i would say less less averse to spitting in public let's put it that way it's not as much of a strict social norm that you might find it a bit inappropriate to like hawk a loogie on the street in in the u.s yeah um but that's yep. a little more common, I would say, in China. Okay. I, although mm. I think they've tried in certain places, like to provide a bit more, like um, you know, trying to develop new norms as a as a kind of an interesting concept. Like in advance of some large international events, like the Beijing Olympics and things like that, they've tried to put more structure in, um, just to yeah. avoid, um, you know, conflict or like maybe just to avoid conflict or maybe to. Um, just kind of keep things like more clean or orderly or whatever. You know what I mean? So yeah. again, it's, I don't want to say that that's, it's certainly more common than here, but I don't know that it's yeah. like, I don't want to say all Chinese people spit on the street. Cause that's certainly not the case. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting concept of like tr- changing social norms. And uh, cause I think some, you know, it seems like, you know, social norms can start and then they can hang on for a long time, even if they don't really make sense when you look at them. Mm. Uh, right. And also this, you know, this pandemic that we're in also is probably changing a large number of social norms, mm. you know, or creating social norms and stuff. Yeah. Like um, mask wearing is not a norm that we have, but is probably increasingly like a big becoming one to like, yeah, to Matt's point, I think like while certain places will are increasingly like requiring mask wearing. I think it'll be interesting in states or locations where it's not required. I think the social pressure will be such that people wear masks just because they don't want to get frowned at or, you know, someone get looking at them sideways when you go into a store and you're the yeah. only person without a mask. I think that's almost more powerful than saying, Oh, you're going to get a fine or something in some cases. Right. Yeah. It depends on the, the thing. Cause I think there are groups of people, uh, who are so, so against wearing the mask for whatever reason they think, I mean, if you, you know, you can have health reasons why you can't wear a mask and that's, that's yeah. fine. But you know, some people who are just against like, Oh, you're trampling on my freedom. Yeah. Kind of an, kind of well, an that's idea. The flip well, side, right? I also think you go to that community like and the norm might people be at work. I also right. think like that we've gotten stores. like, we've gotten like mixed messages from our leaders, you know, mm-hmm. like, like there are, 
you know, governors in, in certain places and like mayors and other other places that are kind of like they don't even know where they they're they're not aligning on on where they stand. And, mm-hmm. you know, as this develops, like first it was like, you know, it's it's pointless to wear a mask. And they're like, mm-hmm. well, if you're inside in a place like actually, you know, that might be a good idea. And like, yeah. we're actually going to enforce, you know, say like if you go out, you should put on a mask. Yeah. And like and so I think like I think people are kind of getting a little like fatigued by like the 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 mix of mixed signals that they're getting. Well, that's where I think yeah. norms are going to be even more important because to Tom's point, there are certain communities where you may want to wear a mask, but you feel pressured not to because you're going to be ridiculed or, you right. know, and then right. in certain communities, you may be the exact inverse. Right. Whereas right. like I think that's where. The norm is again in some cases more powerful than, like, um, than the uh, than the rule, you know. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes rules become norms that are so entrenched that they no longer need to be a rule. For example, like if the police stopped ticketing people in the U.S. for driving on the left hand side of the road, people wouldn't drive on the left hand side of the road. They would still continue to drive on the right hand side, right? You right. know what I mean? Like it becomes such an entrenched sense about like how you do something that you know, it doesn't even have to be enforced anymore. Like, you know. Right. Right. I don't right. know. Um, just to, like, get it in there. Uh, yeah, get it in I've, there. I've get got, it in there. I've got the uh, the birthday candle thing. Show enough. Some believe that the tradition Ooh. of birthday candles began in ancient Greece when people brought cakes adorned with lit candles to the temple of Artemis, goddess of the hunt. The candles mm. were lit to make them glow like the moon, a popular symbol associated with Artemis. Many ancient cultures also believe that smoke carried their prayers to the heavens. Today's tradition of making wishes before blowing out your candles may have started with that belief. So wow. the smoke wow. carries your your oh, wish to the heavens. That is a cool. And that I is kind a cool of idea. I I'll I'll believe that. Yeah, I'll buy that. I'll you know, it's an one. interesting interesting thing cuz you have that um Artemis lower back tat mat that you got. <laughs> <laughs> that is really interesting. It's a weird connection, isn't it? Because yeah. like you have that back tat, and now you're right. reading facts about it. So, yeah. So it's so it's it's weird how things tie together like that. <laughs> that's an old. That's I like that because it's such an old. City. <laughs> that's a pretty old social norm. No, that was really cool. Find actually. Um, yeah, it was. And I it like that. Me, yeah. I buy it. I don't know if it's true, but I like it. It makes me want to look up like what the oldest social norm is. Oh. Ooh, don't know. Nice. Hard to hard to look up. But I got some social norm examples of norm violations. Oh, if you guys want to hear some, send them yeah, out let's there. Let's do it. Uh, um, that's a norm violation. <laughs> Deduct two points from his social. This status. is a social credit. It's score. a weird yeah. website. It seems like it's someone's like. Cla- it's from Radford.edu. Oh, uh, wow. Radford. I think it's from someone's class, though. Shout out. Here's some example of norm violations in public behavior. Walk on the wrong side of the sidewalk. Told you. Have what? An animate, Wait, what do you mean an, by that? Like you don't well, walk, on the, walk on the left side of the sidewalk. Yeah, you're supposed to walk on the right just side like of the sidewalk. Just like the car thing I just mentioned. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Have an animated yeah, conversation see, so with yourself. I wasn't even thinking. Yeah, right. Weird. Have an, an animated, animated conversation with yourself. Okay. Yep. Look up all the time. Say hello to everyone. Look a, up all mm. the time? Meaning... Just, just looking like, up, yeah. Just looking up the okay, whole time. Gotcha, gotcha. That's like that would piss people off. That would just hurt your Stop neck. Looking more up. Than anything. <laughs> look at that guy. <laughs> just looking up. Nothing up there. Nothing uh, up there. Your, look down. 
Wear your clothes backwards. That's a fun one. These are these are some. These are, that's, yeah, that a one little gets extreme. a little silly. Like yeah. violate pe- people's personal space. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Radford. Let's hear your best. Yeah. What else yeah. they got here? Yeah, I could also throw one out right now. <laughs> like Shave murder my legs people. and dump the hair on yeah. someone's face. <laughs> <laughs> this one's Is that fun. on the Radford list? Yeah. <laughs> this one's on fun. There. On the phone, it says uh, a violation would be to answer the phone and wait for the other person to speak first. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> or pretend you're an answering machine. Okay. Uh, Actually, that that happened one time, um, and it was how like I sort of went on a date with a girl. I like accidentally called her from like my phone, uh huh, and was like, "Oh shit!" Like like I saw it. Like I had butt dialed her, and I was like, "Shit!" And I like hung up, and then she called me back, and I was like, "Okay," and like answered. I was like, "Hello," and she's like, "Hey," I'm like, "Hi," (laughs) and she's like what's what's up and i was like nothing what's up with you and she's like i don't you called me and i was like i didn't call you <laughs> and like and it was just like this. and she was and she was like nice nice move you know and i it, it legit was an accident and then like we ended up hanging out later that day six so. years later you're married huh? yeah weird <laughs> um uh, but no that's a good one i like yeah, that that one is actually pretty good yeah uh, another one don't do is to say hello when you hang up these are weird yeah these are too extreme it's like you know put all of your furniture in your neighbor's yard like yeah yeah obviously right. that's not appropriate <laughs> right we, can, we we need those more subtle ones yes, like here's the one subtle that, ones are really good here here's one that like i was what made me think of this topic was i was sitting outside the other day social distancing like a mf and <laughs> this dude rode by and um, he had like this speaker that was playing music out loud on his oh. bike. And I've seen this a lot. And it made me think oh, like, when man. did it become acceptable it's to play acceptable. your music out loud on a Don't bike? Like it. That doesn't bug was, me as much. Well, and I was just curious. It just, it, this was not a norm when we were younger though. There was, you, you didn't do that when you were younger, right? Like it was a Walkman, you had headphones, whatever, like. At least well, as I think I it's okay on the bike. I I didn't hear the bike part. I I was thinking like you're like they're just on you know like on a bus or walking well, a bus, around certainly, or, or but sitting like, somewhere in like a public area. Do you think that that's like change? I remember I used to ride the mega bus a lot. Shout out, shout out, mega bus. Yeah, and mega there was a lot of people that did the cell phone. Just blasting the music out the cell phone on the bus. Oh yeah, that shit drives me crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought you were talking about. But I'm just saying, like that whole that whole like genre of behavior, if you will. Like when when did that happen? When was it cool to like play music loud, like outside of your social space? And not talking about a car. Like yeah, your car might be a little bit noisy, but like it's really you're still in your car. It's like you're like a cell phone or when you're in a bus with other people. Obviously, that seems inappropriate. But like if you're riding your bike around a lake which is crowded, why would you have music playing from your speakers? Like I don't get it. Put your fucking headphones on. Yeah, I'm with you on that. The headphones can be a lot more distracting if you're on your bike. That like you won't you won't be able to hear something that might oh, a safety thing. Yeah, it might be a yeah a safety thing. Um, I I try I try to think about it both ways. Like, okay, someone doesn't isn't like picking up on social cues and they're mm. like talking loudly on the phone. Yeah, in on like a bus. Yeah. Uh, 
Oh, that's on the list. Like, I try to think like, okay, they could be just talking loudly to another person on the bus and they'd be having a loud conversation. But the difference is like, you're only hearing the one side of their conversation. So it's like, it's just annoying. Yeah, that's true. I guess. That's a good point. It's, it's like it's annoying enough if it's two people talking loud, but it's somehow worse when it's just the one person like shouting on the phone. Right. I I'll give you that. I think they're both. I don't know. They would. I would dislike both. I oh, mean, they're both bad. It's just a two it's people, the tears of bad. If two people strike up a conversation on a bus, that would that would bug you. Well, if they're talking really loud. Oh, I thought it was on the phone. No, I'm saying. I thought you were saying like speakerphone, and then they're they're yelling back. At oh the God! Oh, you hear speakerphone? The that's crazy. Yeah, yeah that's that's bonkers. crazy to me. I mean, that's if someone's becoming having a, conversation a thing though too now. Bus, I think where people are walking fine. around using FaceTime, and they're doing the like the out loud, effectively the speakerphone conversation as they're walking around. Have you seen right. that? Mm. That bothers me. I th- I think the biggest like change in our social norm acceptance and behavior has been i mean the cell phone you know Mm. uh Mm. in so many ways like we're so accustomed to seeing people disengage and go on their phone like in a public setting and that's just literally just happened literally look at tom he's (laughs) checking his phone right now did you do that on purpose no that's oh my god that was crazy i had Oh, I gotta let my cat out and on the break. So, oh, oh man, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do cats go outside? Wait, uh, what? No, what? Yeah, no. why did I just accept that as normal? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I gotta let my cat out. <laughs> now, there's two cats in the house, and we we have to close the door while one eats, or else the other one's gonna just devour all the food. So, oh, you know, gotta separate. So you got an alpha cat. Yeah, just a bigger cat. There's always an alpha who I'll loves that much food. You know, more the me. alpha is midnight. If we could bring. Him or her back. <laughs> Milkshake. Milkshake. <laughs> Milkshake. <laughs> right. <laughs> God, you guys Midnight so was a cat. Oh, I'm Midnight sorry. Yeah, that's right. Cat. You had the confusion with the... Mi- yeah, okay. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Anyways, um, go on, Tom. Matt. The uh, cell phone thing was good. Yeah, no, I just think that, like, you know, especially a smartphone, you know, mm. but m- not even. I mean, people were checking texts, you know, before the smartphone came on, on board. And I think that has just, that's changed our behavior in such a subtle way, but such a, like, tremendous way as well. Yeah. It is funny that it literally just happened with me as yeah. you were bringing it up. Yeah, like, did you I, even know what we I were agree. talking about when you were checking that phone? Yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think it's like, yeah, I think it's interesting because the cell phone has been like degrees, degrees of acceptability, right? Like, you can see how yeah. norms form over time. Like, initially, you wouldn't have had your cell phone sitting on a table at a restaurant. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Might have had it in your pocket. Might have even turned it off, right? Yeah. And then as it evolves, it's like, okay, now it's always on, you know. And you can then make the argument like, you maybe oh, have like if, the, someone, if someone, yeah. someone needs to call me, if there's something. Right. And some then emergency. I think you get like the BlackBerry generation where it's like, oh, the person who has the important job, they have to have it on the table because I might get an important work email. And yeah. now it's like everybody, kids, adults, Whatever they right. all have a cell phone. It's all there's on the actually table. like a social, a, no, a norm of like an expectancy of of answering and like yeah. within a certain yeah. amount of time or so. Yeah. Like I actually oh. love I I've I you know I was an early adopter of like mm. smartphones and stuff and like yeah you had that I, it, iPhone I remember I was yeah, jealous yeah, yeah. <laughs> and early I, iPhone I got like addicted here. to that so bad and it, it became so like that like I really like turning it off and like 
and like not you know just going on it when i'm ready to engage and that has turned into a problem where like you know i'm i miss calls i'll miss texts mm-hmm. and like people get people mad. get mad at you yeah i'll be like mm-hmm. you know i think i think if if people get mad about the then uh, if that's the social norm of like responding quickly that one i think should be yeah i'm not out. yeah i'm not crazy because i mean um just you know just wait well i think people who are really active on their phones might develop like a uh like a expect like expecting other people to be as quick to like text back or like whatever i don't know yeah but that's that's something that's like varies i think by person Um, well that brings up a good point part yeah then parcel I wonder if like people have social norms that they kind of build up in their head mm. that they expect others to follow because they it makes sense to them why they why they do it yeah. and they're like if someone else doesn't do it they're like why didn't they follow the social norm that yeah. only I know in my head yeah. right right and that's sort of that's sort of like a closed mind way, minded way of thinking I think I've, yeah mm, that's an interesting I I I was curious one of the topics of norms is like kind of like hyper local norms. Mm. Yeah. You know, like, or community-based norms. Like, yeah, I like that. Do you have or any like from, family like... family might have a norm. Yeah, family or, or even a bigger circle, like, is there, like, Buffalo norms or North, you know, you know well, South. Well, here in the town of Jeffersonton, we like <laughs> to do things a little differently. <laughs> yeah. I, can you think of any that are, like, I don't know, in those type of ways? Uh, well, in Buffalo, our, like... Uh, our um, it's like song for the Bills is like you know the Bills make me wanna shout, kick your heels up and shout, come on now. That song, you know, mm-hmm. the shout song. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so if you're in a crowd and you go, hey, a whole crowd of people will respond and go, hey, let's nice. go Buffalo, let's go Buffalo, and that's like definitely a thing here. Oh, oh that's okay. cool. That's kind of a fun one. Yeah. yeah. Is yeah, I guess that's a norm, kind of. Would that be a norm? I don't know. That's I feel like norms kind of are quirky... more like. Let's yeah, go back norms to our are de- more. Let's like go back to our definition. The, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that that wouldn't be a norm. It's but an, it's an informal regardless. rule that govern behavior in groups and societies. Now, I could say I think it could be a norm if it was like you do your little a a a a, and then no one replies. I don't reply, but everyone else does. Then I would be violating a social rule, which is like you have to chant back. I would yeah. think there's a bit I of social pressure to, to chant it. Yeah. yeah I, I'm thinking of, uh, then that might be a norm. One that just came to mind that you're talking about crowded places. I remember, you remember that bar Kelly's by DePaul? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, there's yeah. like, you know, this is not a but Kelly's only norm, but you're meant to tip the bartender, right? And I remember like, if you didn't tip, they rung that bell. Yeah. You guys remember this? And uh, then everyone would scream like, yeah, you know, at yeah, the, you yeah. don't know who didn't tip, but you'd just be like, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So that's definitely like a social norm where they're like, you know, the expectations that you it. tip. I mean, tipping is actually a good example of a norm, not like, a localized uh, norm. That, but that restaurant norm. Ed DeBevix or whatever, where they like are intentionally rude to you and it's like expected. Yeah. I don't know. Wasn't that called like Dick's Last Resort or something? Oh, I thought it was. No, I think Ed it was called DeBevix. Ed DeBevix. Oh, nice. Yeah. I don't know What's if that's a social norm. No, that's not. A that might be norm. the that's same. Just a, that's just a like a. That's just a thing they do. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the tipping is a good one, yeah. a good social norm. And yeah. I, they, they're like reinforcing it with the, with the, the bell. bell, locally yeah. reinforcing it. Yeah. Tipping in one, general, I think, is a good yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. 
That is one thing that they do not do in China. No tipping at all. You don't tip anybody. Which wow, um, kind of nice. Know, well, I, it's nice in the sense that it, it yeah. relieves the social pressure, not even financially, just the social pressure of trying to figure out how much to tip and who to get right. tipped. You know what I mean? Like in any condition, you don't tip. No, you don't tip taxi drivers. I get a massage. Nothing. No tip. No. no. Wow. Eat a meal. No tip. No tip. Hmm. Oh boy. It, no tip. No tip. Which I think just relieves this social pressure of trying to figure out who's supposed to get tipped and what. Delivery driver. No tip? No tip. Okay. Dang. You know yeah, I, I think, mean? well, it's like if, if they're paid, you know, a certain amount, like the reason we have to tip is because people are paid right. below a certain level. So right. They need, they require tips. No, I understand. Right. And and Which I'm is not, a I, weird thing. Like, it's, yeah. that's so I don't weird. Know if I don't like that system. Someone else's, like, you know, bread and butter is determined by society by Mm. like by like how generous they're i don't know it's 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 interesting because they're like you know servers in that sense then become like contractors you know or like i'm providing you a service i'm their service provider well and that's where i think the norm comes into place because for example because tipping is voluntary if i don't tip you can't can't like charging right, with yeah, the crime. Right, yeah, there's no social, there's no c- actual there's, contract in place right. that says like I have to tip you. But we as a society understand, hey, they need to be tipped because they're not paid well enough so your friends will give you so, like if we go to a restaurant I don't tip, you're going to look at me like an asshole, right? Yeah. Right. I true. mean, unless it's a crazy situation where like it's horrible, like incredibly yeah. horrible service, but like that's where the social norm is so powerful is like we've created like a whole basically second layer of the economy where it's like, we're going to rely strictly on social pressure to fund your additional wages. Yeah. Like right. that's a pretty big risk. Like if you started from scratch and we're in a society where like nobody tipped and you're like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to cut your pay from $15 an hour to five. And I'm just going to hope the patrons like your service so much. They gave you the extra time. Right. Like right. people right. be like, fuck that. You know what I mean? But yeah. Yeah. But because it's but, developed, like now it's like, there's like this whole group of people for for whom tipping is like a big portion of their. But think you know, and think income. about how many people serve though. Like it's a. That's what I mean. It's like millions of people. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like a whole set of. But it employees. works. Like people because of it seems to work. Norm. Yeah. Yeah. You it's know, it's a interesting. Norm. In the in the pandemic time now. Um, PT. 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 Um, when I, whenever I order pizza, you know, at my local Dewey's shout out, um, oh, that's a second shout out for Dewey's. Nice. Shout out Shouts, PT you should get Dewey's. some free, can we get some free Dewey's up in here? Yeah. yeah that'd be cool if they this sponsored episode is sponsored by Dewey's. Should we add them with the Twitter? PT. I might yeah, add sure. them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, they, they ask when you place your order, which you're going to do pickup. That's mm. the only option, right? Well, I think they're opening things up right now. But, yeah, yeah. you know, pick if you pick it up, they ask, do you want to leave a tip for your servers? And I'm like, well, I mean, if you think about it, only person doing anything is the someone cooking it and then they put it in a box. But right, right. Because it's like a weird time and, you know, I think there's this social pressure to like, yeah, yeah, I'll tip. I'll help, you know, help yeah. out a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. And I- also, sometimes I'll actually put a tip in to hope that they, you know, do a better job making the food or something. Yeah. You put it in before you order the meal. Yeah, when I got Chipotle, like get Chipotle <laughs> now, I can tip the delivery driver and just, I don't know, maybe it would entice them to do it quicker or something. Yeah, yeah. Wait. Interesting. What? Well, because on Ch- Chipotle is another I thing. I was you joking, but del- you're... You pre-tip, Oh, right? you pre-tip because you're, tip yeah. you're paying... Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 pre-tip. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. That's another... 
PT, not to be confused with pandemic times. (laughs) (laughs) During the pre-T. Do you PT in PT? So one more quick thing on tipping as a norm, then we can move on. Yeah. This is like the classic example of norms. We don't tip at the coffee shop, but you tip at like the sit-down restaurant, right? Yeah, right. That question of like, do you tip a barista? Whoa, Whoa. no, I definitely tip a barista. I used to be one. No, okay, yeah. No, I'm not saying, I didn't mean to say you don't. I'm just saying more like there's this question of like, I feel like people go up to a counter to Tom's point. Even if you're getting like a sandwich, you don't, do you tip at Jimmy John's if you're in the line? No. If I have cash or if they offer, or if like I pay with card and Mm. there's a tipping option, I'll tip. Okay. I, I, I mean, I think that's really noble of you, yeah. uh, but I think generally most people do not. When it's I like when so. you go up to a counter, it's the social it's norm no is tip. not to tip in that yeah. situation. And yeah. I don't think they get paid. They get paid as if they're not getting tipped. Right. They're not tipped workers. But being someone who was a barista, I can see you being like, I know the struggle. Like, I'm going to help struggle is this real. person out. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I, and if I wasn't a barista at one point in time. I may have a different yeah. outlook for sure. So do you feel that it should be a social norm to tip your barista? And then also I think Jimmy barista, John's. yes. I think Jimmy John's probably no. How about What Subway? if they just pour you a coffee? No, Subway, no. I think if it's like a chain, like not coffee, if they just pour you a coffee, yeah, I still tip. I still wow. tip. Hmm. Depends on, for me, it would, it would also depend on the like complexity of the drink. Interesting. Yeah, if it's like a caramel macchiato, half whip, three kinds of drizzle, and then some like, yeah, no tip there. Then right. some prosciutto right on top. <laughs> but at the, you're but if you tip. think about it, they're doing yeah, like they're sort of doing the same thing. Well, no. Is it more complicated to make a cup of coffee than like? How about like the the bourgeois pig? Those sandwiches was that oh tip my worthy? God, that restaurant. Oh my so god. Good. Shout you, out Chicago. Shout out bourgeois pig. Were you with me that one? No, I don't think either of you guys are with me. At that restaurant, uh, <laughs> just gonna tell which us. restaurant? I, I have an anecdote. I have like a little anecdote. All right, drop an anecdote. We'll uh, take a break. Okay. Uh, so I go there, Bourgeois Pig. Shout and, out! And Shout uh, out I ordered. I ordered my favorite sandwich there. It was like oh. a bagel sandwich. Mm, I can't even God, remember. Sounds good. Sandwiches. There. <laughs> they bring it over, and I take my first bite in it, and like out uh, of the butt <laughs> of my mouth, like with the with the bite like comes like this long ass hair just, like, it just keeps coming like and i'm like Shout oh no out. so i like i like put the sandwich out i'm like oh fuck oh my god i can't <laughs> that's awful i can't oh, and no. so bp get it together so i so i that's call a the waitress over norm. yeah right i don't know would in some places, but, would that would they just brush that off? I think, I've I've brushed off a hair in in my meal before too. I've been like, nope, but not when not it comes out. Not it. when it comes out like a fucking string of flags from a magician's sleeve. Yeah, I think yeah. there is a length. <laughs> there's a length requirement for it to be. <laughs> Does it ever end? Yeah, uh, yeah. And then you, and then it's like later. still like hanging out of my mouth. Oh! And I'm like pulling it out. <laughs> when you call the waitress over, you're like, eh, yeah. I'm leaving it? it in my mouth so you can see it. Do you see it hanging? Oh, um, God. So I, I just like, I just can't in good conscience eat the rest of this. I don't know what else is in there. And like, yeah, right. oh my God. And she's like, she's like totally under, understandable. Like, I'll have them make you a new one. So she leaves. She comes back. She brings me a new sandwich. I was like, thank you so much. That was so fast. Like, I, I'm really sorry. I don't normally don't do this kind of stuff. And she's like, yeah, no problem. 
I take a, a bite out of that one. No. Same no. fucking thing. No. Another fucking giant curly hair coming out of my fucking mouth. I was like, <laughs> like gagging. Like at that point, you leave. I, I, and then, so I call her over, and I'm like, I really don't know what else to say, but there's another hair in this no. sandwich, and she just goes, "Fuck." <laughs> and I, I'm like, I'm really sorry, and she's like, she's like, I'm I'm so sorry, like. Like, I was like, you know what? I just don't know, like, if there's going to be one. Like, I don't want to ask for another sandwich. I don't know if there's going to be one. And she's like, no, like, please, like, let, let's let make you another one. Like, it's really, like, I'm really sorry. And so she brings it oh over and God. she goes, we had the we had the one bald guy in the kitchen make this for you. So there's definitely not a hair in it. And I was oh, like, <laughs> that shouldn't. Oh, man. Oh. By that point, I'm not eating it because at that point you've pissed him off so much. Right, like God knows. I just read uh, Anthony Bourdain's book about oh, cool. like, Kitchen Confidential, oh, nice. and I don't think you want to be be angry in the chefs. Yeah, true. Oh no, definitely not. Uh, no. <laughs> I, didn't, I haven't read it yet, but I can, um, ga- I can gather. Well, yeah. On that note, Tom, I think I hear your cat meowing. Oh yeah, yeah. I got to let her out. Alpha's yeah. full, or is Alpha <laughs> locked in? Which one is locked Alpha's in? Alpha's locked out. Okay. Oh, Alpha's <laughs> locked out. All right, wow. you got to yeah, release yeah. the Alpha. Yeah, it's like Alpha. releasing the Kraken. You got to yeah. do it. They put that you alpha behind like double pane glass. Yeah. Yeah. Keep nice. them locked out. All right. Bye. All right. We'll BRB. Be BRB. Back. We're back, baby. Wild Conjecture still talking about social norms. Norman it up. <laughs> Bunch of norms. Norman. Norman to you too, my friends. So do you guess, guys have any favorite social norms? Well, I have a social norm I wanted to bring up that yeah. is is my not favorite. Ooh. Is my one of my least favorite. Love that. Like it's it's in I don't know, it's in Cincinnati okay, and I assume it's in I Fine. <laughs> well, I wanted to bring this up, but it seemed like a decent No, yeah. that's fine. Entra- entrance. Um, it's fine. It's one of our where pod it's norms. basically wherever people have lawns, and I think this is an American thing. Oh. But like lawn care culture and like having your lawn be pristine and perfect uh, is is a social norm that leads to things I dislike strongly. Like mm. I think having a nice lawn is fine. Yeah. But there's this obsession against weeds for some reason. There's an obsession to like, you know, have your yard be just perfectly flat and you know no weeds yeah. nothing and it, you know they the problem the problem i have with that is that people use like herbicides and pesticides mm. spraying it on their lawns and you know potentially harming birds your themselves others like mm. it's just yep. like why why that's and, interesting and like, you bring that up in england people direct... like have like wild you know wild you know wild fields and stuff and i think it's so much better mm. that's that's my high horse but it's not that high of a horse, but it's but it's okay. but it's uh it's an interesting one. So you're yeah, against you're that? not against the norm of them having a manicured lawn. You're against the method with which they achieve that. Yeah. Okay. Because I think I think the social harmful. norm leads to it. Yeah. Because I, I think it's harmful. People are just like they don't really think about the externality outside the externality. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it, my experience with it was. Um, at the Airbnb house, mm. uh, I'm not there, 
you know, I don't live there. Um, Shout out. But I think at the time, maybe I even was though. Like this was before we like turned it into Airbnb. But anyway, the neighbor, like we are on a hill. That house is on a hill, and all mm-hmm. this, and there's we get a lot of like foot traffic, and frankly, a lot of people who just like drop their trash. Like there's a lot of like littering, littering that goes on wow. from the foot traffic. That's hey. an interesting norm. And on top of that. There's like a downwind that just pushes all of it onto my lawn, and like, oh my God. there's like a draft that goes like, there's like this weird little spot on the lawn where it like kind of comes to a corner between like my house and the neighbor's like fence, and all this trash just kind of like flows into there, and it, and I'm just like, I don't have fucking time to like go like go over there and pick up all this trash all the time when like yeah. people, the next day people are just dropping like you know candy wrappers and like what? they're like empty bottles and like fucking oh, yeah, swisher yeah, yeah. sweets and whatever like wrappers on my lawn so like i don't spend that, that much time picking it up yeah and Lean the neighbor leaves on. like this passive aggressive note on my door that's like everyone in the neighborhood spends time picking up their lawn it would be great if you did the same like something mm, like that uh... And I was just like, I saw this and it immediately like, I came up with a bad nickname for this guy. And like, from that moment on, just like sour, like Mm. I just mean mugged him every time I saw him. I wouldn't even like talk to him. I just like mean mug him and then I keep walking. Yeah. Well, I wish people would follow the social norm of not littering. Yeah. That's the weird thing. Leave a note on your lawn that tells people to stop littering. Yeah, you know? yeah. Don't don't leave a note on my door like, that says pick. Wait, up does the garbage trash. start on his lawn? No, he doesn't have to deal with it because his lawn, like, is on like the the is on a separate street. Oh, okay. Um, That's we, we have a very convoluted sort of visual. I'm trying to map here. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this is this is not. I'm not. I'm not trying to get on a horse here. And like, I have an idea for you. What if you put a fence? On horses. What if you put a fence on the other side of your yard so it catches the trash before it gets in your yard? Then the trash is in your next door neighbor's yard. Sure. So I now then you f- light the note to them to ask them. You know, and then each person keeps putting a fence. You know, this until the be- litterer's yard is filled. Yeah. Yeah. I might be, I might make like a tunnel that just like goes right into his lawn. So then it can. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I'm against the litterers and I'm against that passive aggressive note. I no, have to say, it. here's where I am at. I'm, I'm, I'm confused by the blatant violation of the littering norm, which in most cities is actually a, a law as well. But I kind of do get your neighbor's vibe though. Like if my neighbor's yard was filling with trash. I would want them to pick up the trash. I have to be honest with you. I don't I, know if I'd write a note, but I, I would want them to pick up the trash. And I get your point. You didn't put the trash there, but it does got there. And you know, it did change my behavior. I do pick it up, pick it up now. And I'm more, but it's more of like, the you know, we have itself. guests, we, we have guests coming and stuff. So I, I yeah. kind of want to pick it up like for that reason. Um, but the, I think the note did like, it was it, effective in that sense as yeah. much as it pissed me off. Mm. Um, but I, I still like, you know, I still mean mug the guy. And yeah. I'm just like, you could have handled that better, man. Yeah, could have handled it better. Yeah. What would have been better if he came over with a gun and said, clean that up? <laughs> he, if he if we had a face to face conversation, I think I that would have been. OK, gotcha. that would have been because then he, he could hear, you know, the, the note thing is just like I left the note. Right. Right. One sided. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah One sided. And he doesn't know the full story. Probably. He probably thinks like you're just, uh, you know, just dropping trash on your own lawn. Yeah. Which is not the case. I mean, that would be insane. But anyway, um, 
so favorite social norm. Favorite social norms. Mm. Uh, one of them for me has got to be the uh, the quiet hello in the office when you're passing by somebody, just like hey. <laughs> Like, yeah, you guys yeah. ever get that? Sometimes yeah, it's not even I've like a high. It. Sometimes it's just like they open their mouth and it's like, <laughs> or like a little head nod, and oh, just yeah. like a little oh, eye contact, yeah. like, yeah. Oh, I've done that yeah, a going? million times. I'm I'm big. On, I'm hey. I do that all the time. <laughs> oh, and I always after after I walk, I'm like, God, I should just say hi, mm. like normally. But then like I've right. done it where I've actually said hello loud, and I'm like, Oh, that was weird. But like <laughs> jarring. I, I don't know. It's <laughs> hello. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you like forget how to talk, right? But I think so many people do it in like that sort of weird way yeah. that like you feel weird not doing it that way. So yeah. that's how I started doing it. Like all of a sudden, yeah, I, right. I, I catch time. myself going, yeah. like, <laughs> "Yes, <laughs> yes." Just like, Dude, like what like is going on in, like, in the office so in America? Yeah. Well, that kind of couples. Hello, that cu- business. That couples with like the, uh, y- you know, the kind of sometimes you'll just do like the, oh yeah, sort of like squint and, and yeah. sort of half smile. Yeah, if you can't see, you guys can't see Tom, but he's kind of like he's kind of smiling, but like begrudgingly, like yeah, kinda, like, yeah. like well, it's like it's just like a quick, it's a quick flash of it. You're like, yeah, like, yeah, I mm. have to say hi. I guess like it's kind of like a smug hi, like. <laughs> <laughs> It's not really smug. It's more like, but it kind like of I, looks that way. Yeah, I know it's it not. Looks, yeah, but sure. No, yeah, yeah, yeah right. It right. does though. It is. <laughs> it's it's insincere. Is really what right. it is. It is right. insincere. Like, like I don't forced insincere. Like <laughs> it's it's for me. It's like an acknowledge that you exist and mm. I see you. Okay. Like if we're walking by, Shut right? Shout out. But like I've seen like a video online where someone was like experiencing this Big social online norm guy over here, and they like were just confused. <laughs> They were in the video. They're just like walking around some office, and they're getting this like your sort of fake smile to mm. all these from all these people, and just mm. confused by it. But I'll I'll put a link on the. Twitter oh, that's about great! It. Yeah, shout yeah. out to like, that. Here's here's like an odd norm that we have. So my company is like very safety oriented. Okay. And I never did this, but I before I started here, but apparently backing in to a parking spot is more safe than pulling in head, head first, and so. When we go to like our, uh, one of our facilities that's out in the suburbs where we have like the they the parking lot is all our employees, I yeah. feel like there's a little pressure to do the back end. So you have like a, hmm. I think you have like a fifty fifty split on the back end, folks. But I feel like every once in a while, if like I'm in a hurry and I just want to pull in, and there's like someone around, I feel like should I back in? Like you know, I don't oh want to get God. like mean mugged by somebody. Weird. So it's kind of an interesting social norm. So weird i yeah i know you know there's there's people out there that like back in no matter the scenario like even if it's like incredibly difficult to back in they'll yeah. back in yeah and they like it, they're so i actually like about when it's backed in. in personally but it does it take a little more time easier and it is safer is like so well how is it safer well, i could debate I feel that. Like you the have safety less vi- is visibility well to so like the yeah here's uh, here's why it's safer supposedly and i buy it when you're backing in, you're backing into a controlled space. So where you have lack less visibility, it's better to, to position yourself into a space. It's very unlikely mm, a pedestrian is standing in a parking spot between two cars waiting. Or there's another car in there, right? Because either way, you got to do a backup. Right. So if you're going to back out of a spot, you're not backing into a controlled environment. There's cross traffic. There's people. 
and you might have vehicles that are bigger than you you can't see, right? So the idea is like you're more likely to have an accident in reverse than going forward. So you better be going reverse into a more controlled space. So I think it makes sense. I mean, it's not like a foolproof. You never have an yeah, right. accident. It's just like you're okay, le- you're, you're way it. less likely it. to have a moving accident. You're not going to back into yeah. a moving car in a Was there a lot. conversation about this? I could buy it. Or, or like yeah, to, they, is it's, that, that's in your manual or something? Like, yeah. please back into the... Wow. They do. Wow. They're like very... It's like a very safety-oriented culture. So even like our... Like every every meeting... Here's another norm. Our meetings, big meetings, start with uh, with a safety moment. So like before a you get into the content... Moment? Yeah, you have like a safety... You share like a safety... Tom factoid. is also hating on that. Yeah. Well, no, no, I, no I'm all about guy. I'm a, I'm big about safety. I'm just, I was just confused. No, it's, 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 like, an is it un- just like, it's I was safe I've never this seen this anywhere else. By... So that's what I'm describing as an interesting, this is like back to that earlier question of like, yeah, community specific norms. This is one that I've Wait, can you expand on it? Well, so you just say like, here's how I was safe today. No, no. Like if so, if I was going to do a presentation, for example, like I've, the first slide should be like a safety slide. So you could do anything from like, um, here in Minnesota, like preparing for winter driving, five tips about safe driving or, Ooh. um, sa- ergonomic safety at your desk. So you'd have a few facts about how you should sit or any, mm. it doesn't have to be like business. It can be business related. It, c- it can be something else. Like, so I've seen everything from like, like it. it's odd, but yeah. I like it. But the idea is that you instill this norm, this, this sense that safety is first in a literal sense. Um, yeah. And then hopefully in a figurative sense as well, so that, you know, people are um, following it. And if you go into like our parking lot, like our, our senior executives back their cars in, you know, they got their Porsches backed in. So it's all good. Huh? Um, I, yeah, that actually reminds me of like an email I got from work saying like, you know, it was like a random email when it was winter time and it was, you know, don't, it winter. was saying like, don't shout out winter. You know, like if you have like snow on on all your windows, mm. sometimes people will just like scrape off where they see. That's in the fucking front. crazy. Yeah, that's insane. I do that. <laughs> oh my god! And so the email was like, "Dude, I don't want to be out in the cold that long." Like, so you have like a you have like a little car. six inch window of visibility, or how I'll much are you heat, scraping? The heat from inside, like melt off the rest of it on my journey. I but how much are you scraping? Like, are you doing a half windshield? Are you doing half less windshield. than a half? So you half do a full windshield? half. Half windshield, do you do full half. Your side of the window, though, like, or is it the, I will. It's the passenger I mean, side? It depends on how it depends on how cold it is outside. Yeah, you know. Well, this is where a backing into your parking spot would work because if you just got the front, that yeah, would, you'd then be you can fine. pull out. Right. Well, well, yeah. no, I'll you get really the should. back too. I get the, oh. you know, do you uh, do the sides? Oh. Yeah. You're not doing what he's describing. <laughs> he's talking about the guy who's got the six-inch window. Everything else is covered. He's oh, literally nothing else. Like a fucking porthole. Oh, that's insane. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I was just looking at like some some little norms from around the world mm. and you kind of have ah. to filter it because some of these are just like dumb like holiday kind of things where it's yeah. like, yeah, they it's applaud really when an Easter bunny comes to the house. Yeah. But like uh, some of them are kind of interesting, like it, apparently in Russia, mm. having a sit down before leaving on a trip is a thing uh, like a whole family. uh whether it's a family excursion or just one's per, one person's journey, entire Russian households will sit down for a few minutes before the trip to ward against bad luck. Whoa. I feel kind like that's of. a custom, not a norm. Mm. Okay, mm. yeah. No no disrespect to you. And your okay. like what about scraped window. Poland, but. applauding when the plane lands. I suppose that could be a norm like if you get 
mean mugged if you don't applaud. Yes. Because you're motivated. It's motivating you to do something you wouldn't otherwise do. So mean mug needs to be in the def then. Yeah. Colon mean mugged. Mm-hmm. Congratulating- I mean, you have to be punished somehow, right? Because it's like a, it's a rule. Congratulating the entire family on someone's birthday in the Netherlands. <laughs> kind of congratulating the whole family? Yeah. I feel That's like we're weird. dancing in customs territory here. Okay, then I'll get out of this. It's hard. I mean, when you when I look it up, um, it just gives me a bunch of customs. I'm just saying, if we just People go back to this definition of saying customs, because the way this yeah. is saying it's it's an informal rule that govern behavior. So I don't know. I mean, maybe those are norms. I'm not sure. Here's one that's uh, I know has different uh, variations in different cultures, but it says this is from. Just like social norm examples says, do not belch loudly at the table. But I know that there's, I feel like I've heard there's some cultures where it's polite to belch because it's like you show that you enjoyed the f- the food. Hmm. Um, so that's all I got about that. Okay, hang on. I got something for us here. So this is from the same article. With few exceptions, uh, the social science literature conceives of norms as exogenous variables. Since norms are mainly seen as constraining behavior, some of the key differences between moral, social, and legal norms, as well as the difference between norms and conventions, have been blurred. So I don't know if a convention is yet a third pillar. We have, do we have norms, conventions, and customs? Oh, hmm. no. Conventions are different think, than customs. I think I'm leaning into this idea of this constraining of behavior versus like... Like where you get... Somehow you get in trouble. Yeah. Whereas like... Maybe not immediately singing like happy birthday, I don't think else. it's a norm per se. Right, yeah. Okay. But okay. maybe it is. Let's I don't lean know. Into I don't know. I don't Constraining know. behavior. Like it's like... Because that goes back to your earlier idea of like this being like a pre-law. Like a law yeah. usually prevents you from doing something versus motivates you to do something i would think in general but that's also probably not true mm, speaking of lawn care i hear some some lawn care going on right now it's mm. tight in the background probably they, they hear, heard you tom they heard you yeah, they heard like, you like well i'm gonna do it mow my lawn <laughs> yeah um, he's just spraying hella herbicides out there for fun <laughs> yeah yeah uh he's constraining his desire he's, to not well i would i would wish it were a social norm that a social norm to not put pesticides, not put any asides on no asides. Yeah, like what do you think the future of social norms is? Like, are we going to continue to wear masks for like 10 years? I don't know. I think that they continue to emerge. Like one that I'm thinking about relating to this herbicides, pesticides thing, thing is really? like. I do. I hate it. Why? Because you're, you're breathing in your own gross air like all day, like if while you're wearing the mask. Would you rather breathe in other people's gross air all day? I'd rather breathe the free people's air. Ah. <laughs> I don't mind the mask. The I wonder if you're treading on Matt so hard right now. Oh my god. I, I wonder what the uh percentage of people's like do most people hate the mask? Like are they I feel I feel good when I wear the mask and I you know, I know that I'm sh- kind of sh- showing other people that I care about their yeah. health. Yeah, so you're mm. you're leaning into the norm. Uh, I I wear the mask and I do feel I I feel like I'm not, you know, I feel like at least when I wear the mask, I'm not going to get the, uh, you know, what do we the say? Scoff. The scoff. The scoff. The mean mug. The, the mean mug. mug. Yeah, I'm not going to get the, the mean mask mug. Red, so the, the, the impetus for you wearing the mask, mask is more so you don't want to get judged for not wearing a mask, even though yeah. you so, do not want to wear yeah. a mask. Perfect yeah. norm example. 
Yeah. That is a perfect norm example. Um, here's one that I see kind of emerging in Minneapolis. We have now you can so we have like a blue bin for recycling, a black bin for trash, and now there's these green bins that are appearing. Um, and this is for organic waste. So cool. the city, oh, yeah, I super like cool. that a lot. So you can order an organic waste bin and throw your organics, your compost, whatever. Oh man, that bin's um, gonna be so gross. <laughs> What's that? That bin is just gonna be the nastiest bin. Yeah, but they come every week. I mean, it's the same thing. It's like sure, sure. trash. Can. But in any case, I think the interesting norm is like there's a very obvious signal as you drive past someone's house whether or not they are buying into this norm, like whether or not they are actively right. taking their part. You know what I mean? So I think increasingly right. there'll be social pressure to say, at the very least, I got to have one of those goddamn things in the back of my house. So it looks like when the neighbors walk by that I'm conscientious right. about it. You know, even if you're not using it, you know what I mean? So like, I'm, I, I think that's a new, I, I want to use one personally, but I think there'll be some pressure in certain parts of the city, not all the city, but certain parts of the city where the neighbors are taking steps to, um, you know, do what they can to reduce their waste. And I'm not even talking about the efficacy of this as it relates to like climate change or anything. Just the visuals, the optics of it are where the I norm think, I think, um, comes up. I think water usage is going to be a next norm mm. that's going to, it's, it's going to start to creep up as like, Oh yeah. Like, are you, it, you know, there's going to be like education about like not wasting water. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And then, ways to reduce wasting water and then you're going to start seeing people getting judged for like drinking out of plastic water bottles yeah. or like I mean that's already a thing right but like I think it's just going to intensify o- over the years because of our um cuz water is becoming like a a a resource that we take for granted well think yeah. about that water. and tying it to t- Tom's thing I know certain areas of the country where they're very arid or drought stricken like watering your lawn is a big social right. faux pas right. you know where people maybe yeah. like you know exactly having spent a fair bit of time in Arizona you have this mix of like a lot of yards have like the rock architecture they're basically like arid completely they've leaned into the fact that there's no whatever but some yards like have grass growing and they're like pumping water on it even though it's 114 yeah, right. degrees out there and there's no you know what I mean like I agree with you I think you're right I think you're spot on I think water usage and there'll be so many more norms around that coming up have you guys like- seen Oh, go ahead, Tom. I was just going to say, I like that about norms is that they can kind of, you know, start to develop and you don't have to have like a law because I don't know if I'd want to live in uh, a country where there's a bunch of these, you know, laws of of your behavior Mm -hmm. that, you know, is obviously better for a society. Rather, I'd, you know, these social norms. Yeah. That's what's so fascinating control people. Even if they were laws, kind of back to my earlier comment. Not only would it be hard to legislate them because they're com- they're they're evolving so quickly, it'd be hard for you know a right. legislative body to keep up with them. But enforcing them would be incredibly inefficient, right? Like, yeah, right. Exactly. Police are going to come by and you know, you know, you know what I mean. Like, it just doesn't. It doesn't. You. Ha- that's where it's like you have to have these guys to keep the old keep the old society going. I feel like I will. I will risk scoffs though for certain things if it's like too too inconveniencing yeah like yeah. i would i'm i'm wearing a robe right now mm, sure enough. i probably i wouldn't mind wearing my robe in the near proximity to my house what's the what's I the boundary on that yeah a mile? uh 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think no, I think, I think if I if it was socially was acceptable to wear slippers and a yeah. robe to the coffee shop down the street, pick up a cup of coffee, say hello to some people, mm. maybe sit down and have it. I don't know. Ma- Shout out maybe to not. People. Maybe sit down is where it ends. I could go to the coffee shop and get it, <laughs> but I have to walk back to my house in my robe. I don't. Yeah. I can't once sit you down. sit down in a public place in a robe, like you've you've tipped the scales into insanity land. Yeah, and people that are like might be keeping their social distance, <laughs> even outside of PT times. They don't want to be talking to somebody in their robe. Well, one of the like social norms that I've sort of butted against that I think uh, I I would like not to have to do is mm. um, well, it's not really a big one. It's I get judged for it though, like wearing Crocs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cassie wears Crocs to work. She loves them. They're mad I love, I love They're Crocs, mad and I would. I would love to wear them wherever. I'd love I you know I have this I inner monologue. I say wear the Crocs. I think there I are certain norms you cro- can push uh-huh. the boundaries and like still get away with. Post like, Malone yeah, with is wearing people. them now. Well, there you go. You get a yeah. couple tattoos on your face. I You're think, right in the mix. I think a I healthy have, pushback of the norms is also a good thing. How they evolve. De- yeah, depending on the yeah, on evolve. the norm for sure. I mean, I always have this inner monologue like when I'm going to the grocery store, I'm like should I, have I would I'm I'm wearing the Crocs and I'm like uh, should I wear them? All right, I question for you on the Crocs. Are you doing socks with Crocs or are you going sockless Crocs? Uh, most times Crocs sockless. sockless Crocs. <laughs> most of the time sockless that's Crocs. Like a, sockless Crocs, okay. So that's <laughs> like a little a more Seuss casual. Book. If you got to dress, if you gotta right dress it up, you throw on some nice socks and then your Crocs are a little more formal. Do you buy that idea? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I was I mean, thinking about this nice the other socks. day because when I was teaching... Uh, in China, I used to wear Crocs. And one thing I loved about China is that, like, from a social norm perspective, like, apparel is way more casual. Like, you can dress down all the time. You know what That's I mean? That's great. I and love I that. like it. I like, like, not feeling like... I don't mind getting That's dressed up, but I like norm. feeling yeah, I like, like dressing I can up be... Too. I like getting dressed up, too, but... But I don't want to feel like I have to be dressed up. And yeah. I, but I'm, not, I'm not saying, like, I wear a tuxedo. I'm just saying, like, to your point, wearing Crocs would be weird. Whereas there, I felt like... I could wear it partly because it's more casual, at least where we lived. And also because like as an outsider, people are kind of just like, if you're violating a norm, they just assume it's like, oh, he's a weird American. He does whatever. But in any case, I liked them. They were super comfortable and I would wear them to work. Nice. So we don't have to go deep into this, but Mm. do you think that norms would change if people's... um, egos and like self-esteem were like more if their minds were a little bit more open to they had di- less shame different yeah and they had less shame and less like for example it said that like when you take like like mushrooms like a psychedelic like your your sense of self is kind of like really skewed and removed and like maybe um you don't have to do something like that but like meditation <laughs> can also have that effect right where you you Shout meditate out. and you're just like in the moment and Lucid you're kind dreaming. of Lucid dreaming, maybe too. Mm-hmm. Maybe if we were less like self-conscious people, mm. that we would be okay with other people doing different things around us. I a hundred percent agree. Yeah, I yeah, think so. I think a hundred percent. Like One social norms that, are kind of weird in that sense, where it's like, like, oh, I don't want to be, I don't want to be seen with my Crocs because that's what, because, because why. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, what yeah, the fuck right. is the problem? <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting yeah, right. point. Like, because some norms are constraining things that we probably want constrained, 
right? Like, yeah, right. it's like farting in public. Like, I don't right. want to smell right. your Right, it's not there. illegal, exactly. But you, you like, that's a that's a norm where it's like that's probably constraining a behavior that's socially optimal. But like to the extent that wearing clothes that you want, I don't know if it's exactly a norm. I don't know, like, well, it, but no, I hear you, norm. and I agree it, with it's you. It's norm in certain like you know, situations like I, when I was a little kid, I used to be, I, was, I used to be so mad at the idea of like, you had to wear nice clothes to certain things. I'm like, ah, oh God, I just want to be comfortable. Why can't mm-hmm. comfort be the ultimate thing? Mm-hmm. Right. And why, still why, don't, kinda, why don't we value comfort over fashion? That's a I'm big still I'm still on that. Yeah. I, I still I, I, struggle with that. Yeah, I got too. one I, that, that popped into my mind, something that's the comfort and the robe. So in my wife's, <laughs> this, <laughs> the city near, um, the, the central city near where my wife is from, we Go were there on. a couple of times. Yeah. And there's an odd thing there, which is at least as far as I can tell, fairly local is like in the evening, people walk around the streets in their pajamas. So you'll be like going really? down the street and people will be like, and they're often like these patternized, like heavy, uh, you know, kind of pajamas that are like designed for indoor outdoor oh, use. Nice. Got it. <laughs> And I thought that would be good for you, Matt, because you would be comfortable in your robe. Not if you do like the robe at night. You seem like a more of a morning robe guy. But yes. at least you could I'll fit wear it in. at night. I'll wear it. You at could night. strut around the streets, like go shopping in your pajamas. I love that. I think yeah. that's going to be an emerging trend. Is like I hope fashion so. pajamas. Well, I, folks, you can't see this, but Matt Matt's robe has a hood, mm, uh, yeah. and he's wearing it. Also, I love, big, the, I love that it has a, ro- a hood. It makes you look like more of like a mage, though, which I like. <laughs> I So the reason I wanted a hood was I think I saw like like uh, like boxers when they before they box, they like wear that like robe with the hood. Mm, mm, and mm. I was like, damn, that looks comfortable as hell. I yeah. think if I were to get a robe, it would need a hood. And I yeah. think and that's, you that's a personal criteria. This is one. This is another social norm that I wish I could you know, use more is wearing a hood in public. I love wearing a hood. It's just so comfortable to wear a hood, mm. but mm. like it has, you know, a certain, you know, you don't ominous wanna, look perhaps. Yeah. Well, you know, it hides, it hides your face. Like if I was, a, if I were someone to be, you know, a sneaky person, you know, yeah. a hood would be helpful because it would kind of obscure your face. But right, mm-hmm. yeah, I just think it's really comfortable to wear a hood. My yeah, problem with the hood is warm. it obscures your periphery. Yeah, that yeah, is that, true. I do dislike Got that. some periphery issues, but if you have a hood yeah. that doesn't, obscure periphery then you got a weird look going because you got it's that a weird like look. three-quarter hood maybe it's a weird look dude yeah. maybe it's the three-quarter hood is like a good fa- a new fashion thing yeah, you could, should develop could push that what if i combine the three-quarter hood with it. the with the slanket idea so then it's like you <laughs> slank it maybe maybe a robe that connects into crocs should be like, <laughs> like yeah, it's yeah, one seamless your, like onesie. You stitch your Crocs. Oh, you look yeah. like a Teletubby, but you have Crocs on. What color are your Crocs, Tom? Yeah. They are blue. Oh, you got to go with something more splashy, like a yellow. Yeah, yeah. Let's get a, pretty you should get the like reflective color. Do you have any of those things like, that are like, like pushed into it, like where you kind of push in like the little like frog on the top or whatever? Yeah, uh, yeah. No, you do you have any flair for those. your Crocs? Yeah, where's your flair at, bro? Crocs your flair. Flair at, bro? Do you ever go for runs on your in your Crocs? <laughs> that would be uncomfortable. <laughs> I want to say about. Do you ever mow your norms? lawn in Crocs? <laughs> oh, spray the insecticides with Crocs on. Yeah, wouldn't be good for the feet. Maybe I don't know. Probably, Probably. might Crocs be on. really good for the feet. Mm. <laughs> 
Well, I, in terms of social norms, like I think, yeah, push them if you if if you, there's something that you like to do. Mm. But you know, I'm I'm against any social norm that affects other people, mm. like like the social sure. norm of spraying pesticides and shit on your lawn, or possibly infecting other people if you're if you have coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, that's a legit. Concern. Like, think about your externalities, people. Just yeah. do that. What if I find... But push social... Let me challenge you, though. What if I find... There's gray areas. The aesthetic of Crocs to be so vile that having to see them on your feet is a violation of my rights. I like pushing the gray here. Uh, That's just insane, though. So, (laughs) next one. Yeah, well, okay, like listening to loud music on a a bus, it's like, that offends me because it's like, I don't want to listen to your shitty loud music. Mm-hmm. But well, that that you know what's what's wrong with that one is you're not giving me a choice, or you're not getting other people a choice to not listen to that. Yeah. Like if you want to sit in the bus and just sleep, that would be a fine choice. But you're you're forcing your music on to right. to me. Right. Gotcha. Another so thing that- is wearing like perfume or cologne. Like this one might be touchy for people, but yeah, when you wear perfume or cologne or like very strong fragrances, like it's the same idea. You're forcing me to smell yeah. you. You're forcing me to, and I don't know what, and I don't know what's in the the, right. f- the perfume. Well, I wear Dakar Noir. Do you know what's in there? Probably nothing good. Musk. <laughs> yeah, like kidding. what about people bits of who real just panther. left? Like I want to smell like, like a Johnny Popeyes Depp. chicken. Yeah, and they step on the bus, and now I have they to smell, smell like Popeyes chicken. Popeyes chicken. Now maybe it makes me hungry. Maybe yeah. it makes me feel gross. The smell That's one a is harder one. because it's like I don't even have... like it when I smell like Popeyes chicken. Yeah, yeah. the The smell one is hard. I grant you, but like, it's it it's one that you know can affect people's health. I will say that I think there is a, a norm forming around that. Like, I would say in an no, office environment, molecules. I think there's there's at least what from my perception there is a norm against wearing like cologne yeah. or because it can be because some people find it sensitive, and also just because even if you don't have oh, like a gotcha gotcha a strict sensitivity yeah. to it, I think the pungency of it can just be offensive. You know, like I think, yeah, I think right. if you come like into a meeting, again, you're not giving the choice and you yeah. have a strong smell, even if it's like a pleasant smell, but it's strong. I think people are going to like, I don't, I don't see that happening really anymore. But I mean, I don't know. Yeah. At I least mean, not in an office setting, maybe, maybe in a party. I got setting, a, it's more, I got another random one. That's kind of like obscure. Well, random. Let me give a factoid about smell. Like factoid. there's like a, a third of American or th- I think it's a third of Americans have some smell sensitivity. Mm. So like if you wear a strong perfume or something, you don't know you might be, yeah, you know. And there, I think there's a, a rule like in a lot of restaurants, like you're not supposed to wear perfume or cologne because it can impact the way you enjoy your meal. Oh. That's very true too. Yeah. Hmm. So, but you also kind of want to smell nice for your date, so I get that too. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's where I'm you not, like mix multiple no, colognes, so you smell really good. Yeah. Yeah. Nice like cocktail where it's like where you walk into a place and it's so intense. You don't know who it is. In the room. <laughs> it's just yeah. it, the whole room smells like it. Yeah, I'm not for that. <laughs> um, I was playing Call of Duty the other day with Jenner. Shout and out. We, we got into a game with a random and the guy's name was uh, his gamer tag was Flaming Poo Bag, which mm-hmm. I just thought mm. was. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Funny. Cool. Cool. But like we started the game and this guy was just breathing so heavy on the oh, mic. Oh, it was like, <sighs> oh, and that's like, interesting. I was, Ooh. it got so intense. <laughs> Jenner said he was like, "I'm turning my mic off. I can't handle this." And so yeah. he, I think he said something at first and the guy didn't hear him. But like, 
I can't hear in my headphones. I can't hear footsteps. I can't hear gunfire because this guy's breathing so heavy. So finally, I'm like, yo, bro, you okay? Like, you, you doing okay? And he's like, what? What? And I was like, you're breathing so heavy on the mic right now. Like, it's, are, you, are you okay? And he was like, oh, sorry. There's just a lot going on. A lot going on. And then he stopped immediately. And he didn't, huh. he didn't continue breathing that heavy after that. So I was like, I don't know. So he was like voluntarily bleeding heavy. I mean, shout out to Flaming Poo Bag. We had a good round. It was good after that. <laughs> uh, Yo, pay respect where respect is due, bro. Yeah. Uh, I think we came in fourth. Okay. So okay, that's, okay, that's okay, not bad. Okay. Um, but yeah, like there was like a, some sort of etiquette thing, maybe social norm, like don't breathe heavy on the mic. Yeah. I got another yeah. COD, COD norm that i experienced yesterday because i've okay. played very few very few times it's always been with the comfort of my buddies here right so if i'm right, like right. fucking it up at least i can be like i'm with these guys yeah. yeah and yesterday i both of you bailed on me yeah yeah you well, can apologize. not necessarily bailed i just never <laughs> accepted <laughs> hey tomato tomato um <laughs> and so i went i ventured on alone and just woof, i was not doing good yeah, and i yeah. was mm. i was feeling so much pressure like should I get out? Like, I don't know any of these other people, but at the end of the round, like, are they going to like be pissed at me? Cause I'm doing so bad. Like, were you, you know, playing multiplayer that, or was it worse? Yeah, I was just doing multiplayer. I was like that four yeah, and 17 yeah. kill, kill dash ratio. Right. First right. Go, I was like, should I keep there, going? I, there are people that like, but that, I wasn't the bottom of the list that, though. It's, it would, it's stupid for them to be mad. But that's, that's what, but I, but I actually felt to your point, like it's a different thing, but I felt like, should I get off? Like, should Dude. I stop playing because I'm doing so bad? But then I'm like, I'll never get better. So, so I don't, don't have to know. deal yeah, with it. Right. I think if you're playing, and now we're, we're just getting like going hard into like gamer territory here yeah. with, in the t- content, but yeah. you know, yeah. whatever, that's fine. Um, yeah. I think if you're playing hardcore, that might be a different story. I think they care a lot more than like just casual, yeah. like, you know, gameplay. quick play. Because I played, I don't play hardcore right now. I eventually, I, I want to get to that level, but I have. <laughs> You know, but um, uh, I played hardcore with my friend uh, and he like at the very end of the like I didn't have a good KD that round. Mm. I think he did good, but like he was still like he wasn't where he wanted to be at. And everyone else on our team like they, they we had the chat opened up. Uh, OK. At the end of the round, everyone was just just absolutely destroying each other with like you know barbs yes Mm -hmm. and like i'm not going to repeat them on the pod because they were just like so graphic yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. you know talking about yeah we got it it, yeah you got it you got it but like yeah yeah it was just so like toxic you know i would i would probably i would say on the level of toxicity where it's like yeah like i want to get that shit out of games i feel like that's just like yeah has no place yeah but, um, yeah, no, I just thought that that was like, you know, there's different uh, social norms in different settings. For sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. muted them from the jump because I just figured oh, I yeah. don't need anybody no dumping way. on me right now. Right. I think the first time I played, I didn't, I didn't know how to mute only, I didn't know how to mute everyone except the, the people that I'm with. Yeah. And so they were just like, you know, t- eight year olds. Yeah. And it's just like, this is weird. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> GG guys, GG. Yeah, GG. What does that mean? 
good that game. That means good game. Oh, boy. <laughs> but it's like, okay, man, there's, you don't have to yeah, say GG. There's, there's probably a lot of social norms in, in video oh, game culture. Oh, for sure. Like and that's like etiquette. Absolutely, like, yeah. Well, etiquette is a social norm. Yeah, no, I agree. I would say. It's like a gaming yeah. etiquette. There's a lot of like, it reminds right. me of like, golf i've only golfed like two or three times one time was with oh you Tom, God, yeah. at the cincinnati whatever golf yeah. club and that was just probably Evan fields oh, that is out. so true man like i was a caddy and like there's stuff that oh we there's were, a lot of we were taught as much. caddies that you don't even like as golfers you don't really have to be like pay attention to so much but like like one of them is like standing so that your shadow doesn't cast in front of the line of the putter so I like, mean that makes sense to me, but it is weird. It's a lot to focus on. Yeah, as yeah. a caddy, and like you, you don't want to stand in when you so that your body is in any line of sight of like the golfer while they're swinging. So basically, you have to stand behind them. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean that's but a also set. if if your shadow is cast from behind them, you have to stand far enough away that like your shadow isn't doesn't cross into like where his golf ball is that he's swinging. And at. there's one where you like, don't step over there. And when they're putting, you don't step over their yep, line. Don't walk in the line. That's a huge no, no. Yeah. See, that's too much. Like if you're, if you're an outsider coming in, that's too, that's so over, like intimidating to like, think right. about like, it can be intimidating, but they do it. When you think about them, they like, I think there's some it totally logic makes to sense. them. Yeah. 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 I but mean, like, like, yeah, no, those are, I mean, I'm not going to stand in front of someone when they're swinging that one. You don't even have to tell me. Um, well, I think, that's key about social norms is once you know the logic of them, you're more likely to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Because if you don't, if there's a social norm and you have no idea why they do it or why it's done, you're like, why do I have to do this stupid social norm? Like another, yeah. Whereas that, if you know, like, well, if you wear Crocs out in public, it burns people's retinas. Then, you know, okay. <laughs> but I actually think it. It, that's a fascinating thing that we haven't talked about at all. But like we, how we become aware of norms, they're not published. They're not necessarily spoken, but we yeah, yeah. in our cultures understand these are the rules of the game. You know what I mean? And it's like, I that's a fascinating I, thing. I'm glad you yeah. brought that up. Cause I think like, imagine observing, like we've all been there as kids mm. observing the natural world uh, of human civilization. Mm. And you mm-hmm. see people doing things and you're like, why, why is that guy standing in that way? Right. You know, in line or like, why? And like, I think that's how we learn them is just, just from observing. Cause yeah, right. People are smart. Yeah. But also I think like we're taught some things. Like, yeah. We're definitely taught some nerds like don't yeah. school. You right. Know. For sure. For sure. Uh, but as an adult, you're not taught like as these norms evolve, like, right. We, we, well, we no longer look to, to our parents to be like, Hey, is it appropriate to ride right. around the lake with my music blaring out? Like you just somehow you, you like internalize these things somehow. Yeah. I think it depends like like the like the elevator example like you observe someone yeah yeah right. some of but, it's it's a probably mostly observation but it's still interesting how we internalize m- maybe it. there are like all yeah. these like micro confrontations that are happening like all at once that kind of sway the yeah. norm one way or another like yeah that challenge yeah right challenge right. a norm like someone play someone just like starts playing music on the bus and they're like we'll see what happens I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna play my music we'll see if anybody says anything if you happen to have like a pretty timid bus that's like non-confrontational, they might just be like, God. Yeah. Yeah. But like yeah, they yeah. get away with playing their music loud. So then they're going to get back on the bus the next time and be like, well, I got away with it last time. Like I'm going to play my music. Yeah. And like if enough people don't say anything, 
then that just will become like a norm, I think. Yeah. Um, or or like a or like a side uh, sort of a th- something would be happening simultaneously is that these timid people see this happening. They're like, oh, that's something I don't I don't want to do. Yeah. And I think it's bad. And then, you know, maybe they'll they quietly on get social. on the Internet and start. Yeah, like, they'll quietly get on the Internet and spread it that way. Yeah. And maybe it'll go the other way. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. But I don't like that at all. I, I think if you have a problem with something, like just speak up at the mo- in the moment. Mm. Like that's so passive aggressive to me. Mm. Like yeah. and, and cr- can create more problems than than not because then like you're not addressing the problem head on you're just like going through some back alley like i'm just gonna go on social media and bitch to my the people who aren't blaring the music hey when you're there by the way just add us though if you are gonna (laughs) go on social media to bitch about it add us please if anyone encounters (laughs) someone playing loud music can you please just kind of videotape them quietly don't say anything (laughs) send it to us and then we'll we'll handle we'll it. shame them we'll, we'll handle, handle it. it we'll shame them to our twenty five followers. Um, no, I think you, I think you're right. Like it, you know, it's the best. It would be the best if people could, uh, you know, talk to people that they're having an issue with. And I like, think so. But I the don't know. I, you know, I think at least for me personally, it's very hard for me to do that. Mm-hmm. Like it's incredibly hard. I I get so nervous. I'm like. And I can't okay. like form my words and it's yeah, just like yeah. a, a nightmare situation. <laughs> <laughs> it's a double but, nightmare because you got the thing that's happening that's bothering you. Yeah. yeah. So and I'm, then you I'm can't a, confront it. So now you're double, and then I double can't nightmare. Communicate. Okay. Yeah. So it gets, it gets to be a very flustering situation. So, so with respect so, to the flustered nature of you confronting this person. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I'm not, but the thing is, I'm not going to, I'm just going to probably take it. And then, yeah, you're just going to take your crocs and walk off. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna bitch about it on the internet. I don't yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't do anything. Yeah, and then, and then have talk about it on a pod. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> At the end of the day, how much are you, are you like truly inconvenienced? You know, like it. I think the the matters that become like, you know, real the front on the front lines of this are like more intense situations yeah i mean if there's situations you can't avoid and it's like you have to deal with these bothery situations then it like where you're it's you know where you're around a lot of people like if someone started setting fires on the bus (laughs) that would be i would have problems with that yeah or shaving their legs and then dumping the hair on someone else's face (laughs) or like how would you guys feel if someone started like cutting their nails on the bus Ooh. Ooh. I have seen that. Not on the bus. Now they're saying might be okay with that. But then, the, but then you hear that's the rude sound. because it's like, yeah. you're like, uh, well, oh my god, someone, oh god, oh no, someone's clipping the th- their nails. Turn your music up a little bit so we can't hear the nail clipping. <laughs> Maybe that's how it started. Maybe someone was being punished by the sound of nail clipping, so they just yeah. cranked the volume on their thing to or drown it was out. Farting so yeah. loud, they wanted to turn the. These music are all right. just kind of synergizing into this insanity. Yeah. That's yeah. so that, And then someone lights <laughs> a fire to try to distract from the music and the farting and the nail clipping. And the smell, right. <laughs> uh, this poor bus driver yeah, on this, this bus is, has to this deal is a with bad all of bus. it. I just hope they're all well, wearing I think, masks. And the bus driver starts slamming on the brakes just to piss everybody <laughs> off. <laughs> then it becomes a, a traffic hazard. Oh, Social norms, I think and they're the biker most biker behind important. the bus blaring their music on their bike. <laughs> Hits the bus from behind, (laughs) and now you have a a civil lawsuit. Yeah, Um, nice. Well, that's nice. Covered it. 
Yeah. Them's the norms, well, folks. Follow them or don't follow them, but. I'm guns to follow them, and I hope you do too. Yeah. Well, the good ones, anyway. Yeah, we're following yeah. the good ones. Yeah. Follow the good ones. Challenge the weird ones. Mm-hmm. And, and don't wear so much cologne and perfume. Live, yeah. live your best life, though. That's really the ultimate. Your diet. natural musk is good enough. Mm. Always mm-hmm. has been. Yeah. It's got pheromones. It's <laughs> strong finish. Yeah. All right, folks. Let those pheromones run wild. Yep. Let them go. Yep. And uh, and stay see healthy you next week. Stay see healthy you next week, folks. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.